Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast, home of all things hard rock and heavy metal. I'm Mark Striegel, host and producer of this show since 2005. Now, let's get things started with the Talking Metal theme song, written by Rob Halford, Metal Mike, and Roy Z. Hey, it's Mark Striegel. Welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast. Before we get into the episode, I just wanted to remind everybody to use our Amazon links, which you can get right on TalkingMetal.com. They link you over to Amazon. You can go about making your purchases the normal way you buy things on Amazon. There's no markup. It's just an additional step going to TalkingMetal.com first and then linking over to Amazon and this helps us. We get a little kickback on your purchases, no matter what you purchase. Um, so it's a, just a great, simple way to support Talking Metal. All right, and now into today's episode, we have Joey Haney from the Rock Strikes 10 podcast as our co-host. How are you, Joey? I'm doing good, Mark. Thanks for having me again. You bet. Now, Joey, you wrote a great article on... TalkingMetal.com, which is in our news section. It's entitled Black Sabbath, what, 1968 to 2017? 
right? Yeah, I guess that's a loose timeline. Obviously not from the timeline of their first release, but from when right. they pretty much first started getting going. Cool. And it's timely because although the, the last Sabbath show was played back in, in February, w- there was some mm-hmm. statement apparently that was released in the last week or two about the official end of the band. Is that correct? Yeah, and I don't know why that seemed to hit me more than the final show actually happening for some reason. It just did. So I just got inspired to write a tribute piece on Sabbath because they obviously deserve it. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And do you suspect, you know, there's been people I've heard say, oh, well, you know, they'll come back and do some like a one-off concert for their 50th anniversary or they'll do one-offs here and there. And I think that's kind of, because towards the end of the end tour, um, they, Iomi started uh, saying things in the press that, well, you know, he's not opposed to doing things with Ozzy and Geezer. And it kind of made it sound like, like he was making it kind of, what do you call it, pedaling back on the whole that this is absolutely the last time they'll ever play together. Uh, what what sure. are your thoughts? Do you, I mean, do you think, I mean, we've been psyched out by Ozzy so many times with, you know, <laughs> retirement and farewell things. Do you suspect that we'll see Sabbath play again? I, I do. I think it'll be like one of those big destination shows, you know, like a European festival or, you know, something like that. I don't see them really like uh, getting in a whole arena thing going I, I see them playing festivals for one-offs, uh, right. and th- they're in good company. You know, I'm obviously the Who, the Scorpions—they've all backpedaled on that thing. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I don't really have a huge problem with it because it's not like really completely reactivating the band, putting a new record out. I, I'm fine with them leaving it at 13. Honestly, I mean, yeah. even even the way that they set up the whole thing, it's obviously a callback to the first record and ends with the raindrops. I mean, the whole thing—we've all heard it. Right. So. I, I I consider it a, a very decent goodbye, and yeah, I, I don't have a problem with one-offs. I really don't, and I just honestly, this is going to maybe sound a little morbid, but I just honestly want Tony, especially, to keep active because I'm a big believer in keeping yourself active and and having something to work towards. Because you know, all of his health scares over the years, I right. just think it's the best thing that he could do. Hell, I mean. I think maybe he should do another album with Glenn Hughes, get like a real realized album with him and Glenn Hughes. Finally, like, you know, cause you know, the one that came, he, they've, they've done two now and like, you know, seven star came out obviously, but they never got to, you know, realize it with the tour because Hughes fell apart. Right. And then they put out that sessions record, but I'd like to hear like a real realized album that comes out that, that maybe could even be supported at some point. And uh, that's kind of one of the things on my wish list because all that would be cool that would be cool because you know the the thing with uh glenn Hughes that i've just been so blown away by recently is i i think like you know that last solo record he did um last year and that before that the california breed record uh, for a guy who's now in his you know what mid 60s or whatever he's he's, I think he's almost early 70s now at this point and or yeah, something yeah, like i think yeah. he's still 60s early late 60s yeah I, okay. think, I think he's 60s because i know like when he got into deep purple i mean he was incredibly young like 19 20 years old so oh, okay yeah, right, yeah so so he's he's actually uh i if you look at his wikipedia page i don't have it in front of me but he's actually younger than most people think like i i, I seem to remember he would 
last time I checked, which could have been a year or two ago at this point, he was like only like 64 or 65. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. But he's like, he's, I think it's just, a, it, he blows me away with those last two releases that I just mentioned, uh, just how good they've been. And I think um, at this point, you know, like you said, teaming up with Tony Iommi and you know releasing a proper release that isn't something in the vaults that they go back and redo the drums on or something like that you know which i I think is what happened um with one of those releases you know i think yeah i think that would be great i think that would be great um yeah or even just like you know by the way six six yeah exactly 65 by the way i just double checked yeah (laughs) but yeah he's putting out the heaviest stuff of his career so i think that would make total sense and, you know, or even just Tony putting out uh, another solo album like what he did in 2000, because I, I, I feel like a lot of people still don't know that record. But that Iomi record, I love that record. I mean, that was like at the time when Santana was really big for having a different popular singer on every song. And it's definitely right. like the metal Santana. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, man, everybody on that album, I really dig. I think pretty much a hundred percent and I'd love to have him do another thing like that again. I think that would be totally. cool. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so before we get into talking about some new 2017 music, I wanted to mention the cool thing that, that Chris from decibel geek has kind of spearheaded and is putting together. And I know you're going, it's in Nashville. It's August 26th, right? What it's officially called the rock and pod expo. Does that sound right? Yeah. Nashville rock and pod expo. Right. Cool. Cool. And this will be, what is this Joey? This is a convention of podcasters. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a one day event and you know, roughly they'll probably be at the very least a dozen shows represented at it. And uh, the public is invited to come as well. They're they're selling tickets as like a GoFundMe tie-in. Right. And I, you know, I think it's a really cool idea. And there's a lot of things that are still in the planning stage. However, the thing that's not in the planning stage is definitely a go that this is happening. They've got the hall booked and everything. Right. So uh, that that I'm comfortable in saying. But there are also some maybe tentative celebrities that especially hardcore, hard rock, and heavy metal fans would know. And, uh, you know, there's even like incentives to you can actually come on your favorite podcast that's attending and, you know, maybe co-host a show with them or even right. co-host a show with them on Skype in the future. So there's a lot of cool incentive packages out there. And the uh, the website is as it is Nashville Rock in Pod Expo letter in. Uh, you know, I guess, it, you know, put the links up, I guess. And yeah, we'll have the links in today's show notes for sure. Yeah, and there's a, a and right on the main page. It gets it right there. If you have a favorite particular podcast, uh, you can actually donate directly to them to help with some of the people that may have a little trouble getting out there. You know, like some people are on the other side of the country. You know, help them out with some travel to get out there and come see you, shake hands, take pictures, and all that good stuff. And so they have their own incentive packages per show. So they have it all broken down on there. So. Yeah, I think it. I think it sounds like an excellent idea. And as I've mentioned to you, uh, you know, online or on the phone, I was telling you that I'd, I really would love to attend. The one issue I have is it is my son's birthday that weekend on Sunday, the twenty seventh. But I, I haven't quite ruled it out yet. I need to to look into things and see like what if there was like a late Saturday night flight I could get back or. 
even first thing Sunday morning, I, I may try to try to get out there. I haven't decided uh, officially yet, but you're definitely going. I know. Yes. Um, Bill Wang yes, uh, is going to be there, who is uh, a guy that some of the listeners know from his guest spots here on Talking Metal. I know Michael Butler, you said, is from the Rock and Roll Geek, Geek Show, yeah. will be out there, which is yeah. cool. Our, God, our, our Godfather has confirmed that he will be there. That's awesome. Uh, Ken Mills of the podcast Cheap Talk and a lot of other shows will be there. BJ Cramp from Rockin' or Roll will be there, and the Cobras and Fire guys will be there, just to name a few. But those nice. are my particular favorites. <laughs> nice. Cool. Cool. So, yeah, we'll have that linked through today's show notes on TalkingMetal.com. And I, again, I'm going to actually, you know, I, I officially said I wasn't going, but now I'm kind of wondering if there's any way I could go and still manage to be back in time for, for my son's birthday on Sunday. So um, I will keep everyone posted on that. But let's talk about some new music from 2017. I really am digging the new creator album do you are you big on creator you know much about them i'm i'm pretty crude on them honestly and that's definitely a name that's yeah they used to be like i used to call them like a t-shirt band like i always used to see their t-shirts but i had never really heard them or you know especially when they were around i just didn't have any friends that had the records so i never went down that hole i have like a i i'm i'm that guy i have a best of (laughs) But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I like the band enough when I heard them. I just uh, I have not picked up the new record, so I apologize for my lack of credibility there. Well, but you know, to how, me, how is it? It's it's very good, and I mean, to me, they're like a band I've always kind of recognized as one of the original thrash metal bands. You know, with like you know Anthrax and Sodom and uh, Megadeth and, and Metallica, of course. I you know I put them in that category as as one of the the what do you call it? God, you know, fathers of thrash metal for sure. However, the trailblazers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. However, I've never really been deeply into them. I have a German friend who totally loves Creator and has always praised them and told me that I need to know more about Creator. And I don't know a ton about their back catalog. Sure, a song here and there I, I, I could probably talk about but as far as full albums and being an expert on them far from it uh this new record god gods of violence um you know i I first it's it's one of the the few new records that has gotten some play on sirius and i think i heard it on the liquid metal station the song is satan satan is real which honestly the lyrics yeah i I found it kind of comical uh the lyrics but um (laughs) kept just really being blown away by how great the production was, how heavy it is. And it caused me to take a listen to the full record. And it's a strong listen all the way through gods of violence by creator. Definitely something that I suggest people, people check out. Um, Why don't we check out a song right now? This uh, is not Satan is real. This is a, another song off the record called world war. Now, Again, this is Creator 2017. Go buy this song on iTunes or Amazon or wherever you purchase your music or go buy the CD. The full CD, again, is titled Gods of Violence. Here's Creator with World War Now.
a little creator on Talking Metal. Joey from the Rock Strikes 10 podcast is here with me. We are talking new music. Joey, what, what releases have uh, been tickling your fancy? Uh, well, there hasn't been a lot of metal per se, although I would say the most metal album that I've been listening to that I've been really enjoying this year is the new Gone is Gone. Okay. So I don't know if you want to stop down on that, but yeah, that's a good one. There's a lot of it's just really rock. It's kind of slim pickings for metal for me this quarter, but I'm hoping things will pick up. They usually do. I mean, the first quarter of the year is usually kind of, you know, not a lot of releases and that picks up in the spring and summer, you know, that kind of thing. Now gone is gone. The the record I think is, is great. It's who, who, this is Troy from Queens of the stone age, perfect uh, circle, perfect circle yeah. failure fame. Uh, then we also have, um, who, who else is in that? Did Troy just do the, the, um, he, he did the tour with failure recently. I, I believe, I think he's on the the live, oh, yeah, the yeah, live that's record. Right. He's all over the place. Queens of the Stone Age, and so it's Troy. He's in Gone Is Gone, and then it's Troy from Mastodon too. Is that right? Yeah, it's uh, Troy from Mastodon. We mentioned, right. uh, yeah. So there's two Troys. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Tony, the drummer from At the Drive-In, and then a guy named Mike Zarin, who is not known for being in any other bands, but I know he collaborated with Troy on some stuff in the past. Cool. That's a funny tie-in too, because they're actually touring with Eagles of Death Metal this, oh, this right, year. Right. So there's, and yeah. So obviously Troy knows those guys, and yeah, yeah. It's uh, I'm looking forward to that tour because that's going to be an interesting show because yeah, they're definitely. not so so much alike on a side by side, but they're equally awesome. But yeah, back to back to Gone Is Gone. The EP that came out last year really blew me away, and. I, I've been really enjoying the new full length, but it's right. it's actually pretty different from the EP. What did you yeah, think about yeah, that? I, the, the EP, like there was at least two songs on the EP that, I mean, I wouldn't call it like a pop sensibility, but more of like a, a standard song structure, you know, hooky. Uh, whereas the EP is to me, it's, or I mean, the, the, the full length to me is more like a journey that you go on mm-hmm. and it's like, kind of takes you different places you know i i mean almost like a pink floyd type of vibe and really uh, a strong a strong listen and to me it's not like a casual listen though it's something you kind of have to you know get sucked into to really uh experience in in full but it's yes uh, it's definitely a full thought absolutely yeah. it is and yeah. Whereas the EP, you actually do – it's like a true supergroup in the sense, even though obviously these guys aren't household names, but in the sense of where the EP, you could hear all the different ingredients of the bands they came from before. Right. This one, it's like they went out of their way to be a little bit more original, but I hear a little bit of element of all their bands. Plus, I, I'm hearing a lot of Ghost on this record for some reason. Really? Okay. And some typo negative element right. as well. So that that's kind of what I got out of it, but I'm really enjoying it. You know, it's like if it doesn't grab you right away, if it doesn't grab you right away, I think it's going to be at least somewhat the grower. But I, I, I've been enjoying it for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, Royal Thunder. Looking forward to that new Macedon record too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's, okay. Let's go there. What the the single "Show Yourself" is is out, and I've been listening to that. And to me, it, it I think it's good. I, I don't know. I need to. I've listened to it like three or four times. It's very different 
sound for for Mastodon, and I mean, I know they've had a, a sound that's evolved through the years, but Show Yourself, to me, is one of the most commercial songs I think the band has ever done. Uh, and it, instrumentally, to me, has a very Queens of the Stone Age vibe to it. Um, have you heard the song Show Yourself? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've I've heard it once, and yeah, that you're you're right on with that comparison for sure. They're in an interesting place right now, and I've actually enjoyed them becoming a more accessible band. At least for me, that's just what I like. I like more pop sensibility in my metal. I've talked about that before, but they're in a place where they have to be a little careful now because if they go too far, you know, then obviously there's going to be a massive backlash. But right. I'm, I've enjoyed what I heard so far, at least over the last, especially man, that last record was so good. Oh, I've yeah. once more around the sun. Yeah. Isn't that what that was called? But yeah. I, I, so I'm already completely like I've pre-ordered it. I'm ready to go. So cool. let's check it out. Now this is the, the single they've released off the upcoming Mastodon album. This is show yourself.
Cool. A little new Mastodon on Talking Metal, and the full-length record is on the way. Uh, I heard, Joey, I heard uh, Royal Thunder's new song, April Showers, which sounded pretty good. Are you familiar with those guys at all? I am familiar with them. I haven't heard the new song yet. I didn't know there was one out. Yeah, Yeah, they they had an album out probably a couple of years back that I really dug. But they're, they're coming out with a new album, which I'm looking forward to. Uh, also, I mean, there's a lot of stuff I'm looking at, new stuff. A lot of it just isn't metal. Have you, you like Spoon at all? I mean, they're from your neck of the woods. Or... Yeah, they're, for, they're from Austin. Yeah. And they've always put out really interesting records. That's one of those, like, you know, for lack of a better term, hipster bands that yeah. I think actually put out something worth listening to. The new song, and, totally. You know, I, yeah. But the new song, totally not metal. Oh, go ahead. No. Yeah, rock. You know, can I sit next to you? Is is very good. Uh, if if you, it just has this amazing like kind of like weird synth string part in it. That's that's so good. But yeah, Spoon. I've always liked them. Uh, again, absolutely not metal. Kind of like you're saying, hipster type style. Yeah. Yeah, but they have a good uh, they have a good bounce to them at times. Like whereas a lot of the hipster bands are kind of sad bastard. Like you can actually groove to some of these songs. That's the, the thing I've always liked about them. So another hard rock metal band uh, that I've kind of dug who have some new stuff out. Um, Junius. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. J U N I U S. Have you heard of these guys? No, man, you're schooling me here today. Yeah, yeah. This, is, yeah, no. this is good stuff. This is really good stuff. They, they, eternal rituals for the, uh, uh, eternal rituals for the acreation of light is the record. It's a mouthful. It just came out March 3rd, and there's some great, great songs on it. Let's check one out right now. This is Beyond the Pale Society. And again, I don't know if I'm pronouncing the name of this band right, but it's, I believe it's Junius, J-U-N-I-U-S, here on Talking Metal.
right, we are hanging with Joey from the Rock Strikes 10 podcast. Joey, where's the best place people can listen to your show? Obviously, iTunes is where I get it, but is there an actual website they can visit? Uh, yeah, there's a catch-all website for some of the different shows that we host. That's on cnjradio.com. Right. And also Rock Strikes 10. There's also another podcast I produce called The Synaptic. And it's uh, it's not a weekly show. It's kind of a monthly show at this point. But it's like a really cool college rock radio show from back in the day. There's no format. There's way oh, less wow. format than even my show. Cool. And it's just I like that show a lot. And that's a show that would play anything from like a band like Spoon to Slayer uh, to Dwight Yoakam. So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I got to check that one out. I haven't heard yeah. that one. Cool. Uh, yeah. So Black Star Riders also have a new release out, Heavy Fire. Have you given this much listen? See, I haven't heard this one yet, but I have yeah. an excuse for that because, I, you know, the, especially in, in this podcasting realm of a lot of the rock podcasts, I know like Black Star Riders is a big favorite amongst a lot of my friends. Right. And I know you've had him on the show before. There's those initial albums. I've listened to all of them and they don't really catch me all that much. I mean, okay. obviously, okay. the Lizzie thing, I love Lizzie. And it's not any kind of backlash like, oh, they used to be called Thin Lizzie. It's just really the songs for me, I think, from what they've put out so far, and like I said, I haven't heard the new album, but there's like maybe an EP's worth of stuff that I really enjoyed. Like, uh, you know, on the last album, Finest Hour is an amazing song. Great song. Yeah. But overall, I think it's just... You know, musically, they always pretty much have it going on, but sometimes the lyrics, I just don't dig at all, and it really takes me out of it. And I know some rock bands, it doesn't happen like that, but with this one, for some reason, it does. And I think it's probably because of the Lizzie tie-in, because, I mean, Phil is one of the great lyricists of all time, and like you listen to those words. It took you right. on that journey, and you were there. And I guess maybe my brain is still kind of judging them based on that comparison. So I've, I haven't really been able to get completely into Black Star Writers. I'm always going to give every record they put out a chance because I love those guys. Like personally, I love the bands they came from. Right. So I just I haven't sat down with this one yet. And that's really my reason why. But yeah. I'm, I'm always open. So, yeah, it's you know, I, I enjoyed the first two albums. They put out quite a bit. I really like them. The. The new record, Heavy Fire, and I love Damon, a personal friend. Uh, you know, yeah, he's great. And, and uh, so I'm, I'm, I always feel weird saying this, but when I know somebody in the band, but it, it hasn't rocked me like the the first two records, the new Black Star Riders. Uh, and and listeners, I'd love to hear your opinion on things. Uh, let, let let us know what you think of the Black Star Riders. You can do that right in the comments section for this episode on TalkingMetal.com or send me a tweet or hit me up on Facebook and I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Good record, Heavy Fire. Not okay. just not quite as not rocking me quite as much as the the first two records they put out. Uh, I just or even saw, the uh, Damon or even the Damon Johnson solo. EP oh, I thought that was great. Yeah, I thought yeah. he was great. I mean, some really great stuff on that record. And my wife and I, we just saw Overkill play in New Jersey. They ended their tour here, and despite being a very late start time, they went on after eleven o'clock, which drives cool. me nuts. But um, yeah. but despite that, it was just excellent night. We'll have some pictures from that night up in today's show notes for this episode on TalkingMetal.com. Uh, the new record, Overkill Record, is very strong. The grinding wheel 
and another, you know, father of thrash metal type of band that's just been around for 30, 35 years and continuing to put out stuff that I think is great. I mean, the grinding wheel, I'm just really digging it. It starts off with a song called Mean Green Killing Machine, which we've played, then, it, which is just awesome, epic, uh, very thrashy, but then it kind of goes into this traditional metal part. Uh, there's a thin, speaking of Thin Lizzy, there's a Thin Lizzy cover on the record of Emerald, which is, is quite decent. Uh, the title huh. track is great. The Grinding Wheel. I love Goddamn Trouble, that which was the, the single they released off the record. Very strong record if you haven't heard it. Uh, I'm not going to play it again right now because we've featured a few songs off it on previous records. But the new Overkill is, is really good stuff. And I used the Talking Metal Amazon link to actually order it the other day, so oh, I'm expecting cool. it thank any you. day now. Awesome. So, yes. well, I mean you. that. <laughs> just, based on, just based on the song you played on the show, I ordered it. So. Oh, cool, cool, cool. And, uh, yeah. So we mentioned Mastodon. What other releases are you looking forward to? Um, I, I do want to go ahead and plug a couple of albums that I've, I've heard this year. Um, if you like just trash punk with a little bit of glam going on, check yeah. out Wildlife's uh, Out on Your Block. Just a great record. Uh, I like the Hailstorm EP pretty well. I, I, I enjoy them. I don't know how you feel about it, Mark, but... Uh, did you hear that new covers album? Uh, no, I, I haven't. Um, you know, I, I I've seen them live a number of times, and they always they always kind of bring it live. They're they're great performers. Um, yeah. There's tracks here and there that I hear that I love, but uh, you know, I, I'm definitely not seeking out their new music or anything like that. I love them. Sure. Great, yeah. great people. And, and yeah. they, they, anyone, listen, anyone who's under the age of 35, who's out there burning the rock torch and, and keeping the flame going, uh, is great. You know, and yeah. I'll say that even, you know, the pretty reckless is, you know, I, again, I've heard some people talk shit about them and you know i know she was a tv star and whatever yeah she's an easy target yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. a good looking girl <laughs> and but it's like it's like i i respect anybody who's out there like them and i listen there's a few songs they have i think that are really good i mean they're not breaking new ground or anything but they're they're yeah. they're out there they have a fan base and she probably could be making a lot more money doing television, you know, but she's out there doing yeah. it. I, and I, I, you know, Hal, Hal Storm, the pretty reckless, any of these rock bands that are out there again with members uh, and people that are, are younger in age, I, I have great respect for Cause it's not, it's not the yeah. cool thing that it was when, when, you know, we were kids growing up. It's, it, it's, it's not. And I think it takes somebody yeah. who, who truly does love the music and, and, is you know passionate about making art that they believe in as opposed yeah. to making art to make money and get chicks you know what i mean so it's it's like yeah, exactly you know uh so i i respect anybody whether they're a garage band of younger people or a band like hal storm that are out there doing their thing you know in today's market in today's you know rough times for the music industry yeah and there's really not a whole lot of stuff on the horizon for the next three months or so that i've noticed i'm like oh yeah i can't wait for that 
really like the mass on record will be out like next week or something. So that's the one I'm probably looking most forward to. Uh, I'm definitely of course going to give the steel Panther record a go. Cause I always like those guys. I think they're fun, but as far as just other time, we, there's a tie in from earlier at the drive in as a reunion record coming out. Yeah. I heard that. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, there'll be, you know, we talked to, I know you've had Warren on the show before. Warren's got a new one coming out and I think dragon force is the only other major, metal release that I saw over the next two months that are coming out. So that's that's pretty much it, but hopefully it'll pick up in the summer. Right, right on. <laughs> cool. Well, Joey, kind thank of a Kind of an update. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it does It does seem like it's been a little a little slow. I feel like last year at this time, there was I was already like, wow, there's so many great new records out. But uh, yeah, I think things will uh, probably pick up, like you said. Uh, the mm. new John Garcia record, which is an acoustic record, I, I yeah. really am digging that. Um, I love that interview you did with him, man. Like he oh, cool. he came he, he came off so well, and you can just hear the love for this in his in his you know voice when he talks about this. He's very passionate, and his passion actually is very contagious. I, I really love that interview. Yeah, and you know, and we're talking about younger bands out there doing it, but there's a guy you know he works at a. I think he said he told me. I think he said it during the interview. He works a day job. He works at a vet clinic. You know, yeah. he, he goes out there and he, he he's you know he's he's got kids. He's 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 a, a family guy, but yet he's still out there doing doing it. You know, he he never went on to have the success that you know Josh, his former bandmate yeah. from you know Caius and now in Queens of the Stone Age had. But he goes out there and he he does his thing and he he in my opinion is making some great music. Uh, John Garcia, formerly of Caius, and also surprisingly, you know, an album that I would probably, uh, you know, maybe my expectations were just very low, but the new album by Stephen Piercy, Smash, which I would have thought would have been just terrible, uh, is 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 pretty good actually. I mean, it's n- nothing nothing groundbreaking, but it's a it's a good listen. It's called Smash great hard rock in the classic uh you know a lot of classic sounds on the on the record have you heard it smash by stephen piercy yeah i have actually and you know i i've i enjoyed most of it for sure definitely more than half of it i think is is really really good and you know it's just a nice it's just a nice uh you know i i he would probably hate me saying this but it's it's a nice you know precursor i guess to the uh, imminent new rat album, right. you know, because infestation was so good. I'm definitely one of those people that love infestation and just looking forward to hearing that. I just want them to kind of reclaim their throne. And, you know, I always have a great time when I go see rats. So I'm just looking forward to them hitting the road. And I still, I've been saying this a lot, but I still love the fact that Carlos is in the band because yeah. he's always been one of my favorite guitar players since I was like four or five years old. Love that guy. And probably the best replacement guitarist maybe in the history of, of the, of rock and roll. Cause just a, such a great fit. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, of he's course, just Warren from is the man. Scene. And, yeah. I just, I just love that. And I just, and Juan's back. I mean, it's, it's, it's time to go. And, it's time to go out there and, and kill this thing. And if they if they get an album together, all the legal stuff and all that BS, if they go out and play, I will I will be first in line. I just I I just have a big thing for Rat. So Yeah, me too, me too. Um always loved Rat. One of my first concerts back in the day, uh, the invasion tour with Bon Jovi opening, uh, I 
remember it well. All right, Joey. Well, you take care. We're going to have your links up in today's show notes. And we always get great response on the year-end specials that you do with us here on Talking Metal. And we'll have let's let's keep this going though let's not wait until the end of 2017 to have you back i'd love to have you on next month or two months from now whenever you're free we'll get you back on sounds great it's always an honor thanks for having me mark you bet this is some new stephen piercy off the smash record this is 10 miles wide on talking metal (laughs) 